Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, what is the recipe that you've been trying to perfect? 651-641-1071. You probably have a little more time in the kitchen than you're used to, maybe, these days. Uh, And I know people trying to make new things and perfect some old recipes. Okay, so here's why I brought this up. There's a guy on Twitter. His name is Dan Fell. His uh, Twitter handle is the Kid Lewis. And he posted a video, a two and a half minute video of him making Kentucky Fried Chicken. Ooh, yum. And he said, you wanted to know how to make KFC at home. Here's my recipe, which took me nearly 18 months wow. to perfect. So he was doing this before the quarantine. Exactly. But he got done with it just in time. All right. Uh, so anyway, he, it's a two and a half minute video. You can watch it if you'd like. It's uh, again, his handle is the kid Lewis. Uh, but I wondered what kinds of other recipes people have been trying to perfect. Let's go to the phones. Kimberly's on the line. Hello, Kimberly. Hi. Kimberly. Hi. Okay. So what recipe have you been trying to perfect? My mom's family's potato salad. Ooh, Yum. What's special about it? Well, it's passed down from my great-grandma, and my mom, like, taught me how to make it before she passed away, oh. but she had, like, some little secrets in there that apparently she did share, oh. so me and my daughter are, like, working at making it, that and her rhubarb tort. Ooh. I can't do the meringue at all, and my dad's craving it. Well, I think that like it's a good thing that you're practicing because practice will get you there. Did your um? What about the uh, the going back to the potato salad? Is there any pickle juice? No. Pickle juice. That's our family secret. I just gave it out on the air. My mother would kill me, but pickle <laughs> juice. It's not a secret. I mean, everybody. A lot of people put pickle juice in their potato salad. And, like, when she made it, we would eat it warm, and it was so good. Oh. So I have to figure out how to, like... Well, good it. luck. Fingers crossed. Yes. I hope you I hope you get that uh, all nailed potato down. Potato salad is... Thank oh, you. God. I want to make some potato salad. Oof. I don't have any mayo to speak of, but, man. But you can make mayo. No, I know. But then I got to, like, take eggs that I don't want to give up because... I get it. My eggs are in short supply until my next... Now you know what it feels like to be a... Truckload. Okay. <laughs> That was a little much. <laughs> oh, let's go to Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Jeremy, what recipe are you trying to perfect? I cannot make the roux for chip beef on toast. Oh, I'm trying and trying and trying. What are you trying? Like how? Are, like what are you yeah, doing? Because isn't it just like flour just, and butter? 
yeah, flour and butter, and I think just a, and a dash of milk, and I just cannot. I'm either too hot or too cold, and uh, I just can't do all three things at once to get it right. Are you whisking? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I didn't want you to be, like, using a fork. You got to whisk. Yeah, no, no. I I watched my mom about three, four nights ago. So I came home to try it again, and I, I still can't do it. You can do I it. Just, I, love, I believe in you. Practice makes perfect. I just love that you're trying chip beef on toast. You and, like, three other people in the world still make that. I I'm, love it. I'm grateful. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And now is the time for comfort food. Jeremy, best of luck exactly. to you. Keep us posted. Yep. Stay safe. Thank you. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, so uh, we did get an email. Hold on, let me get it up in front of my face. Uh, Sarah said chocolate tres leches cake. Yum. Right? I want to go over there. Can't. Social distancing. No, but you could make your own. Uh, I think yeah. just regular tres leches cake. Right? Although sometimes, I th- and I think the, the best reason to make your own, this is the beauty of this moment that we're all in is, you get to have it the way you want it because sometimes with Trace Leche's cake, I've noticed that that can get a little soggy. Like if they overdo the right, too many leches. Is it too many leches? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, like if they do four instead of three. Yeah, or they just get really heavy on one of them leches. <laughs> uh, like, I love it. Anyway, um, so. I here's the one I'm trying to perfect. What are you trying to perfect? Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. My buns. Um, did you make your buns again? No, but I'm going to this weekend. Okay, cool. It was easy to do. But Colleen made they, hamburger buns on I, Saturday. Or I Sunday. did, but they cracked on the top. So, like, not. It's not bad. I just want them to look. Did you slice them smoother. before you put them in the oven? No. You have to score the tops because otherwise they're gonna poof out on their That's own. That's what happened. Yeah. So take a like a razor blade or like a very, very sharp knife and do a quick slice over the top. And that'll give the steam a place to escape instead of oh, forcing the top. Yeah. Look at you. I, I watch a lot of Great British Baking. Okay, show. That helps, though. OK, good, because that was not in the recipe. And I was following it to a T. But I think that I don't was- know. The only thing that bothered me about I, it was that they popped open. I don't. I mean, I literally just gave you something I saw on a show. That so works. if it doesn't work, that's don't hold it against me. Yeah, but I'll try it. I, and if it works, I'll throw buns at you. Um, I'd be happy to have you throw your buns at me. Okay. Because that's I the would, only time you'll ever say that. <laughs> okay. That was awkward. I just want buns. Uh, I'll get you some My, buns. Um, my uh, sourdough starter is... Oh, what are you... What is that thing I that done? I have to pull the trigger on that sucker. Tonight, I'm going to have to go to the next stage. I had to wait a day because it didn't get as foamy as it was supposed to. So I'm hoping tonight it's real foamy when I get homey. <laughs> <laughs> How many days does it actually take? Well, again, find a recipe that works for you. My recipe said uh, it was going to take like day four. Okay. But then... But it's so funny because I'm creating a starter... But then once you have the starter, until you get going, like people who do this all the time, this is not an issue, right? They just, they always have starter in the fridge uh-huh. and they just keep feeding it. But I don't have that. So I have to start from scratch, literally. So I have to start the starter. And then now, once the starter's ready, I got to make the sponge. Oh, and the sponge is like a process in and of itself. Whereas normally you would just put your dry active yeast in and it would take five minutes or whatever. Now, like, once I make my sponge, I got to wait, like, another six to ten hours. Okay. I don't... This... 
is uh, I won't be doing but this. But once you get your starter going, then it's literally like, oh, I'm going to make bread tonight when I get home. Right. It doesn't take as long. Yeah. I don't like things that take a lot of time, though. In the beginning, yeah, I just that's not for me. I know. So but I'll just what else do I have to do? Okay, I'll, I'll trade you buns for. Yeah, it's like the Oregon Trail sourdough. Yeah, well, that's what we're doing. We're doing the Oregon. Holly, Trail. what are you contributing? <laughs> nothing apparently. Nothing. <laughs> she said to use words. She's like, no. <laughs> I don't like, know. Um, uh, some nutritional yeast that's yes. in the back of my fridge. Yay! Are you supposed to refrigerate that stuff? Well, it's in the kind of cold thing when you when you scoop it out. Oops. Okay. When All you right. go and buy it at the co-op, it's in the mildly refrigerated section next <laughs> to the hemp seeds okay. and the macadamia nuts. I hope I didn't ruin my nutritional yeast. Uh, all right. When we come back on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, I uh, tried out Quibi. Oh, yeah. Finally. Oh, welcome to Quibi Town. Finally, like two days in. I know. I have a Quibif, uh, Quibif. Quibif. Yes, I'll tell I'll you keep about that it. Quibif to yourself. After this, on my talk one oh seven one. What is a Quibif? I got a beef with Quibi. Oh, the new mobile streaming service. Yeah, this is the okay. Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one oh seven one streaming live with allergies at my talk one oh seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, okay, so I tried to watch Quibi last night. Because it's free for 90 days. I was very excited. I was like, I want to try out some of these shows. But I was on the couch with my spouse. Because that's our date these days. Yeah, Like the kids go to bed and we're like, what should we watch? First of all, learned a couple things last night. Don't go into Netflix without a plan. Oh, God. It's a terrible idea. That's dangerous. Then you just end up watching trailers for 30 minutes and then go to bed. That's what we did. But, well, after I had my Quibi, which was this, I said, uh, we should check out Quibi. We have a friend who shows up in a Quibi show. We were like, well, we should watch his Quibi show. So I thought, okay, we'll put it on our phones, or I'll put it on my phone, and then we'll screen mirror it on the television. Yeah. Which you can do, like, if you have Apple TV or yep. some sort of Windows. You just beam it to the TV. Yep. So I did that. And I could hear it, but the screen was black. Oh. And I was like, mm. no. No, this is so stupid. Okay. So I can't, unless I want to watch it on my tiny little phone screen with my husband, I can't watch these shows Unless I'm watching by myself. And right now, I am not at a place in my life where I'm trying to find things to do by myself. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, I just, I question how this is all going to work. Now, I have another beef, a quib beef. Can you imagine what this is going to do to the youth of America? The youth of America? What's, is it going to rot their brains? (sighs) No. This television thing? Nope. It's this. Oh. Okay, because I can already see it. You're sitting in uh, a waiting room at the dentist office. Yep. You're probably playing like Candy Crush. Sure. Or something. Mm-hmm. You have your volume down because you're a human who cares about other people. Yeah. But there's a kid who's watching their Quibi next to you. Okay. They don't have headphones. So you're going to have to listen to their dumb Quibi show because this is the thing that kids do these days. They don't use headphones. Yeah. They walk I, around with their stuff coming out their phone like you care. 
So I have a lot of questions about Quibi still and how this is all going to play out. We talked a little bit about this yesterday because I did watch a number of shows. And I will say I um, I did the one show that I liked is that Murder Flip House. Um, but again, it's kind of like I, I'm, I'm so curious as to how this is going to play out in terms of like, who is the demographic? Who is this intended for? Is it for a younger audience or is it for an older audience that is increasingly on their phone? Uh, as compared to like their TV like is this the direction we're going because I would just remind you we have encountered other technologies throughout time and space where we're like this is this is silly how's this going to work and now that's all we do so I'm curious like is this something because right now to your point I there are some things functionally like I'm not going to watch this with someone else which changes um, my options for like things I'm watching together, right? But there are times that I watch TV alone or watch streaming programs sure. alone. So does that just mean, I don't know. So I have questions and I also think it's a little cute to say that you've got these like really short programs when really in some cases all you're doing is just cutting up longer programs into shorter bites, which I don't know that that really does anything other than give advertisers an opportunity to put more commercials in. Exactly. Which you can pay for the, you know, commercial free model. I am curious who the demographic is because I'm I'd question how much television programming young people are going to watch on their phone because I don't feel like they watch television programming as much as we do. I will also add this. We don't are you and I do not have a life with a commute. <laughs> Most days. Yeah, right. Period. With like a commute where we're taking, you used to take yeah. public transportation, but you and I don't have that lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, Very few people do. Yeah. Especially in Minnesota. In New York City, I would imagine a TV show on Quibi takes about your subway ride. Yeah. Right. So I can see an application of like, okay, I got my earbuds in. I'll watch my Quibi show and that'll pass the time on the subway or whatever. Yeah. I think that there are other lifestyles that have opportunities to watch those little bites. I don't have that lifestyle, at least right now. I also, my biggest thing with um, Quibi or other things is I don't do a lot of um, television streaming on my phone for the simple fact that I like to multitask. Yeah. And so if I'm going to watch something intently, sure, I will put my phone down and watch the big screen uh, in my home that is a television. Or I, I used to like watch on my computer all the time or something. But um, I rarely do that on my phone. Like I could go up to my bed an hour earlier and watch something on my te- on my phone, right? right? Instead of sitting on my couch. But I generally don't do that because I like to have the ability to multitask. Right. And all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcasts. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right now, the technology is not there that allows me to sort of check my email and watch my show in un- uninterrupted. Right. You know? Yeah, I, I, I'll I be curious to see where it goes. The sad part for me, or the unfortunate part for me, is that I think there are some shows that have some there there, mm-hmm. like that Murder Flip House, where I wonder about the choice to put that on the application of Quibi versus HGTV or also, something like that. to give you, I didn't mention this yesterday, but to give you an indication of who they think might be listening, there were swear words in that show. They bleeped the oh. F-bomb. However, they used the S-word. Like huh. casually, the the hosts that were like the designers that were flipping the murder house. It's basically like a, for those of you who didn't hear this yesterday, a f- uh, like a home improve or a, what do you call it? Like a, like a uh, HGTV like a, yeah. show where they flip houses, flipper flops, things like that. But there are houses where horrible murders have happened. Um, and so they have these two designers and they're like, we're going to make this house, you know, not uh, seem like a murder house. But then they would just like casually drop swear words. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I feel like it's maybe an older audience that they're going for. I also forgot about another show that I had actually seen advertised that I wanted to watch, which is a show called Flipped. And this is like a comedy. And yeah, it's the one about um, the couple who uh, decide that they're going to be a house flipping couple. But then uh, a cartel... Like Mexican drug cartel? Yep. Yeah. Like kidnaps them and makes them renovate their mansions. Yeah. It's like a funny concept. Um, But the problem with it is, like, I want to watch that, but the only place you can watch it is on... I will say, too, I am intrigued by this notion of, like, it's low-stakes investment, right? Like, I I can just... Like, do I want to watch this show? I can give it five minutes. Right. And then if you do, you just keep watching it. Right. Um, you know. Can I tell you what we ended up doing last night? Because we went into Netflix with no plan. After your quibbeef. Yeah. Yeah, after I had my quibbeef. We we started uh Bleeps Creek over again. Oh fun. Yeah. So just had the finale the other day. And now we started going all over the magic. again. We are. It's kind of fun. All right, after this, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags, and we'll tell you about it after this. talk about celebrities behaving badly every day and today is no different we have a name for those celebrities and that name is d-bang presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day who's your d-bag no the better question is who's your d-bag oh thank you for asking i would love to tell you about my d-bag it's gwyneth paltrow gwyneth oh good Frequent flyer. I just mentioned her yesterday, although she was not the actual D bag in that case. Well, she is here, and I don't know. This one's a tricky one, but go with me. Okay, I'm going. Okay, so Gwyneth Paltrow uh, is unconcerned about her haters. This comes out of an interview with Town and Country, where she uh, explains why she doesn't really care what her haters have to say. 
Okay. So before I get into this, I just want to say she's not wrong because we say the same thing about our haters. She's not wrong, but she's wrong. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So here's what she says. She says, the people who are triggered by me, I don't like her because she's pretty and she has money. It's because they haven't given themselves permission to be exactly who they are. She wa- So basically what she's saying is it's not about her. It's about the person who sends the email. That's the part I agree with. But this is the part where I like, I am I- taking issue with Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. The people who are triggered by me, she says, quote, I don't like her because she's pretty and she has money. Oh, no. It's because they haven't given themselves permission to be exactly who they are. And that's where I'm like, okay, so the nuance of it's all about you and it's not about me is lost on you. Because what you're thinking that people don't like about you is that you're pretty and you have a lot of money. I don't think that that's the thing that people are... Most people, surely. Most people, yes. What she fails to understand is the piece that I think most people are... Uh, I don't want to say hating on her for critical of mm-hmm. is the fact that she wants us to believe she's relatable, but she's not relatable. Yeah. Well, and also she, she is like this weird unicorn creature where she wants to be relatable, but at the same time doesn't want to be relatable. Right. So her brand really is to kind of be, okay, so just go with me. Yeah. We're in a safe space. We can do some things. And some stuff, but here's the thing. But she also makes money. This is why I think she says things like this uh-huh. because her brand is aspirational. It's I'm better than you, I'm richer than you, and and what I'm saying by that is not that she really thinks that, but she knows that there are, there there is a segment of the population, primarily I'm assuming her demographic that aspires to be what they think she is. Right. Which is pretty, despite her, her, uh, or she's pretty, she's young despite her age, she's healthy um, in the face of a world that is unhealthy, she is virtuous in all of these ways. So I feel like she, when she says these things, is speaking to those people, right? Like, the rest of us are like, yeah, but see, that's a judgment, and but what I'm saying is I think there are people who buy that judgment, and that's what's so disturbing about what she does because it, it it's so uh, the, the the bottom line is the result is that she just ends up shaming a bunch of people who like us right. just have a beef with the fact that she oftentimes is promoting um, things that are not scientifically proven and are actually somewhat unhealthy. Okay, well, to that, she says, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Because she does have a response for that. Okay. But again, I think it's sort of founded in a misunderstanding. Yeah. She says, uh, you can keep resisting it, but I'm on the right side of this. I'm watching the market. I'm watching what's happening. I think this wellness movement is really about listening to yourself, tuning into what interests you and trying things. Find what makes you feel better and go from there. So to our criticism of her not having scientifically based, um, what's the word, offerings? Yeah. She basically says, I don't really care 
Because I'm watching the market. Yeah, which is so disturbing. It is. And like, here's the thing. So there, there is like a school of thought. And actually, it's really useful when you are in entertainment or you are in the public sphere in one way or another to have the perspective of when somebody says tells me something about me that they don't like. It has a lot more to do with them than it does with me, right? There's a technique to that, but there's also a nuance to that. And part of it does require you to have an awareness of who you are and what you mean to people. And that's the piece that she misses, right? Yeah. Like, she, But I think she get. I honestly do think she gets that in her life. I don't think she, I don't think she wants to get she is presenting to her audience like this i am confident do you see what i'm saying like i i think she's smart and and because of that she is misleading people and therefore like i mean it's a distinction without a difference it really doesn't matter because the result is she's still not she's not modeling the behavior that she should be right for people which is um if you're going to come at me, this is more about you than it is about me. And I'm not going to then turn around and double down and judge you because that's exactly what oh, she's that's doing. that's true. You're right. There you go. Right? Yeah. So there. She's my D-bag. She's Who's like, uh, okay, um, Colton Underwood. Oh. So I thought we'd throw this story in. Yeah. Because Holly brought this to our attention yesterday about how Colton, Colton Underwood, you know, he... Um, and I hesitate to call him a D-bag because he allegedly suffered from COVID-19. Yeah. But there allegedly. are... Allegedly. And there's a story, headline, Colton Underwood credits two controversial drugs with curing his COVID-19 symptoms. And this story tells a tale about how he apparently went on Maria Menounos's Better Together podcast on Tuesday. And he said that his doctor put him on two medications praised by the uh, President of the United States in his daily briefings but did not disclose the names of those drugs, which you could Google and find out. Okay. But then he, here's what he said of those miracle drugs. I thought drugs. you were saying his doctor didn't tell him the names. No, no. I was like, he, I feel like that's malpractice. <laughs> no. He tells Maria Menounos, I was on these two miracle drugs, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. He says, I got on it right away before it was even approved. It worked magic for me. I felt better in five days right away. It was sort of a bit of a relief. Um, and here again, I'm not trying to call him a D bag if in fact he actually had COVID-19, but there are blind items that allege that perhaps he did not have COVID-19 right? and that he at least said that he tested positive for COVID-19 and we've speculated that it's hard to believe he was actually tested given that there are other celebrities who were not able to get tests, i.e. Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Other celebrities who have a higher recognition. And the fact that he omits the drugs that he was on while calling them, uh, saying they worked magic, seems a little disingenuous to the... Like, I would just maybe not share that at all. Right. Because it leads people... The danger is that it leads people to believe that there is a miracle drug waiting for them should they find themselves testing positive for COVID-19. Right. When by all accounts, even if those drugs do work, 
which they've not been shown to work necessarily um, in the ways that drugs are typically uh, judged because of the place we find ourselves in. Um, that uh, it's just dangerous to give people false hope. That's my point. Uh, and can we just also add that we, not only because of the blind items, there was another reason why we had reason to believe that perhaps the stories he was telling about his brushes with COVID-19 were not entirely truthful. He released a book just a few days ago. Ding, ding, ding. So I know he's really hitting the interview circuit. Yeah. Did we also point out that the title of the episode of Maria Menounos' show was Avoid Scams During Pandemic? Okay. So somebody needs to call up Maria Menounos. Also, bury the lead. Maria Menounos has a TV show? Well, it's on YouTube. It's a podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. That was a TV show? Well, I think it's both. I think it's a podcast, and then she films herself talking. Maria Menounos, for those of you who don't know, hosted, among other things, Extra and E! News. Access Hollywood Today. And co-hosted the Eurovision Song Contest in 2006. Interesting. Avoid those scams. Interesting. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some publationship news to share with you. And it's actually good news. Whoa. What? Mind blown. Yes. We'll talk about a publationship. What's a publationship, Bradley? It's a relationship used for publicity purposes. Uh, And we'll talk about it in a positive manner after this on my talk 1071. Oh, we have some positive publationship news for you on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and what is a publicationship, Bradley? It's a relationship often exhibited by celebrities that's used for the purposes of publicity most days. Okay, and who are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Modi, my motor. That would be Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. Yes, and I thought, you know, we give uh, publicationships hack for making hay out of much ado about nothing most days. However, today we really should give Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson props for using their publicationship to save lives. Okay, how did they do so? That's not an understatement, I don't think, anyway. Um, they There's a headline, and it comes from uh, the good people at the Daily Mail. Quote, Miley Cyrus and boyfriend Cody Simpson make sure to put gloves on and wear masks during a grocery run. And then there's this pap walk where you see them leave Erewhon. And Holly, as a former resident of uh, L.A. County, can you um, give... uh, Is L.A. a county? Yeah. Yeah. L.A. County. um, uh, Listeners, an idea of what an Erewhon is. An Erewhon is a magical place. (laughs) Think about it as Whole Foods on steroids. So it's like total bougie health na- uh, natural restaurant or uh, grocery store. Yeah. Right. I, I'm looking at their grocery cart. I bet they had at least like $300 worth of food. Holy in that. buckets. Yeah. And it's like three bags. Yeah. Well, maybe four. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of bags. Anyway, my point is, you know, here's them leaving the grocery store, but they are doing it like celebrity um, pandemic style, like. They've got the gloves on. They both got masks on. Now, I will say they maybe don't need to be going together. Thank you. I was about to say that. Uh, however, in this day and age, I'm going to give them like a gold star for showing people how to go out in public covered up 
and safe. I agree with a caveat. Which is what? I I need to better understand people's understanding. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of the glove wearing. Okay, well here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with wearing gloves as long as you're not touching your face. Right. Because well, or or. As long as you're not under the impression that wearing the gloves is helping other people stay sterile. Do you know what I mean? I think that there's this impression that if you wear gloves, that you are not spreading things. Well, I mean. But it is just your hands. Presumably if you had drop. I don't. Yeah, I don't think gloves are about you spreading things unless you had droplets on your hands, I guess. But. Um, the mask is certainly the thing yes. that's keeping other people. That is the piece where I will say to them, thank you for putting on a good display. Yeah. Right. Um, again, I haven't seen like Camila Cabello and Sean Mendes are out and about and they ain't wearing masks. Okay. Sean Mendes isn't even wearing a shirt. Yes. Yeah. In fact, the story that I saw about him was that he, oh God, I mean, seriously, Sean Mendes and girlfriend Camila Cabello's dad bond. What? Oh, dad. Oh, I thought it's a dad bod. Oh. Sean Mendes. Punctuation, people. Sean Mendez and girlfriend Camila Cabello's dad bond oh. while building a basketball hoop as they quarantine together in Miami. And Sean Mendez is not wearing a shirt or a mask. He, I don't think he ever wears shirts. And they're still doing that weird slow stroll down the street. Yes, looking like zombies. They did. I did see a headline that yesterday... They did some Zoom calls with big fans, and that was pretty sweet. That's sweet. Who were in the hospital, like hospitalized uh, fans. Uh, so they had like some one-on-one time, and they did some singing in the backyard. Also, don't you wonder about his family? Like, where are his parents? Yeah, I'm very curious, actually, about his family. Because he's obviously made the decision to quarantine with her. Yeah. I. It's That seems a little... I mean, I don't know. Maybe his parents are like immune compromised or something. You know what we have yet to see? I would like to point this out. We have yet to see, to my knowledge, I got to look, a side-by-side quarantine picture of anyone? Oh, um, Chonis? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Because all these other population ships are doing quarantine Gosh, you'd think that family would be all together um, because they are constantly taking photos yeah. together as a family. So that's what I wanted to know is like, are they? Yeah, you got nothing. You Interesting. got nothing. What's on their Instagram? On Priyanka's Instagram account, there's a picture dated March 21st of herself, Nick Jonas and Gino, the German shepherd hanging out at a house, but we haven't seen any paparazzi photographs, no paparazzi stroll indicating that Nick and Priyanka are actually together in any way, shape or form because celebrities have been out and about doing paparazzi photo shoots. 
And I'm actually looking at Nick's stuff right now. Nothing. Uh, so, yeah, going back to March 6th, it looks like they were in um, India together. There is a video of them on March 20th on his page, but I can't watch it right now. Of the two of them. Yeah, together. we need to know what's going on. We really should just do like who are celebrities um, shacking up with in yes. this time of crisis. I really want to know who the celebrity quarantines are. Like who's because, for example, we were we got real deep in the shallow for a hot second there about Demi Moore. Well, and I Bruce still Willis. don't understand Bruce Willis and Demi either. Moore. Meaning, why is Bruce Willis um, shacking up with Demi Moore and their family when he has a wife and child of his own? Yeah. Right? Yes. That he's, I mean, like, he had to choose which family to shack up with. So you choose your ex-wife and your adult-grown children? It's so bizarre. Can I add a little layer to the bizarre? Yeah. In the form of a blind item. Oh! There we go. Thought I'd bring it up since we're talking about that family. Listen to this blind item and maybe fill in the blanks with some of the information that we've been talking about. This former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, has continued the trend of hooking up with each of her daughter's boyfriends. Oh. This has been going on for years. It's not an ongoing thing, but much more of a sporadic thing. It's still super creepy. One of the boyfriends is in quarantine. Yeah. Yikes. So, uh, just putting it out there that that's there's a, some that's sad. interesting arrangements going on. Oh, I'm very sad about that. That's nasty. I want that book. That's nasty. That's I mean, nasty. I don't want that book. Like, I I just want to, I want answers. I want to understand it better. Yikes. Yeah, that is a, that whole arrangement has been, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I do think like, okay, here's what I get. If you are a person who has kind of two families that exist in different circles, you do have to make some choices, right? Like how do you make those choices? But this is not, this is a, a well, don't you pick choice. the family you're living with? Well, I would imagine, <laughs> but like, or, or do you, or do you like invite the kids to come quarantine with you the the scenario that i can't get with is leaving the family that you are currently in to go to the old family that's the piece that like my brain can't make sense of then i wonder like is his wife and other child there like they might be they have a big that's a big estate right but then why aren't they in the picture i don't know I, I don't have time to solve all I this. I don't know. It's a lot. It's, okay. It's it's just, it leaves a lot to be It's just strange, y'all. Judged. We'll have judgments later. Don't worry. Well, we also can have a lot of bacon later. Oh, I cannot wait for bacon to palooza. Because there is uh, an abundance of bacon. Bradley's going to give us the bottom line on why that is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.